Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Alvarado Excellence Podcast. And with me as always, Dr. Kenneth Estes, Alvarado ISD Superintendent. And again, not necessarily a, a longer weekend for us. Uh, the kids had a three-day weekend this weekend. And uh, educators got in, got a lot of work done yesterday and, and planning for the last six weeks of the school year. And, you know, that good stuff taken care of. Did, did you get all of your planning done for the rest of the school year? <laughs> I, I I need to be more proactive. Thanks for calling me out on that, uh, Mr. Brown. Now it's it was I think it's a a good day. I think looking at those days in the throughout the school calendar in the year is very much needed by our educators. Oh yeah, you know, and even a day like yesterday, you hope that they got to get out and eat a lunch, like if they were in the business world or something, right. where you can you can leave your place of work go eat lunch uh, maybe with a colleague or something and then and then get back after it so I'm always thankful that we have those days in the calendar so that our educators have that opportunity to to plan and meet and and sometimes train to get ready for the rest of the school year and next year right it's always always good for them to have that planning time during the they all get everybody gets a conference period right but to have that planning time a full day of planning not having to, to plan a little bit and then teach your class and then finish up after school and stay until 5 or 5.30, but having a, a day to really sit down and, and really kind of think out the rest of the school year, the rest of the six weeks. Yeah, it's funny. You drive by the campuses yesterday afternoon, and you'd think on a work day that, you know, 4 o'clock everybody would be gone, but of course not. You know, right. they're, I, I hope the general public, our community, understands the dedication of our educators they put in so much time trying to be the very best and we talk about wanting to be the most sought after and and they really they really do they they're working extremely hard uh, for for our scholars and for our community certainly appreciate the efforts most definitely so some great news again i'm gonna start bringing the source with me to think of new adjectives to use for great and fantastic stellar but uh, COVID numbers are, again, zero. And we had a zero, I think, the week right after spring break. Then it was like three and two, and then last week was one. And so back down to zero, and just can't reiterate, reiterate it enough that keep doing what you're doing, doing a, a fantastic job. People are noticing what you're doing. Whenever, you know, whenever people start saying, well, let's – relax a little bit we don't have any cases we want them suggesting that we may not necessarily do it but we want them suggesting it because they're not going to suggest it if we had 50 cases right you know so uh, great job everybody keep doing what you're doing don't don't relax <laughs> uh the reason we're having these great numbers because we're not relaxing we're, we're staying on top of it and uh you know i had to even mention it yesterday at a we had our first in-person board meeting last night and had to you know hey just a reminder Leave your mask on and all that kind of good stuff. So, uh, just uh, keep doing what you're doing. You know, don't 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 change anything, and uh, our numbers will stay low. Yeah, it's working. So, like you said, let's let's keep the numbers low. We remember those days when we were struggling to find substitutes because we had so many educators out. And let's let's keep up the good work and finish strong. Uh, we have our our wig update for the week, and again. Great numbers, over 200. Our, you know, our weekly goal is 200 posts, social media posts that uh, include the hashtags Alvarado Excellence and Alvarado Reads. I had well over 200, over 250. And like I said, from the very beginning, 
like we said, it's every week, but it was a slow start to the WIG. We're catching up. We've got just a tiny bit over 100 still to catch up on, which I think we're going to hit by the end of April. And by the end of April, we're going to be we're going to be cruising right along and, and hit our second straight WIG. But a uh, great job, everybody, and I just continue to encourage you to, you know, use all different platforms. I know a lot of us use Twitter. Put it on Instagram if you want to. Put it on Facebook. I will encourage you. Facebook's kind of changed up their little algorithms or whatever it is, but it's kind of doing some funky things on me. But if you do post it on Facebook, uh, make sure it's a, a public post because uh, if, if not, only your friends and everybody and whoever you fo- follows you or whatever it is uh, would see it. So if you're going to do Facebook, open it up for everybody to see and uh, just to make sure that it's being seen and, and counted as far as the wig goes. Oh, and we talked about earlier in the semester possibly getting rid of that week that we had the ice storm or the the winter storm and maybe getting rid of spring break week. And if we did that, we would be actually over. And Oh, yeah, uh, almost 300 over. But I, I do think I'm glad we didn't just because it's a push. Even for me, I'm, I challenge myself to try to post more. And as I've said week after week, I really enjoy seeing the other posts, whether it's highlighting the things that are going on in our classrooms or even educators sharing book ideas. There's been two books that I've listened to, audiobooks, this spring that I got off of some uh, feed, <laughs> you know, from our from our wildly important goal. So just encourage our educators to keep it up. And I saw, once again, I saw this week, I saw uh, parents posting. So I, I think that's fantastic. So continue to encourage your the parents and the community members to post also. Yeah, and I think it was important not to – not just kind of look, glance over those two weeks and just kind of put them aside. You know, we, you know, we always talk about you know to our educators, to our you know coaches, to their athletes. No excuses. Don't make, right. don't make excuses. It's easy to look at those two weeks and make excuses. And so I think that's setting a setting a good example, I guess, is you know making sure we're we're not using those as excuses. And you know we missed two, pretty much we missed two full weeks, but we're going to catch it up. Right. So we have some celebrations on the campuses, starting at the high school with VASE, which is our uh, the art organization. They have competitions throughout the year and had some kids uh, recently uh, place. None of them advanced to state, but we did have some place. Olivia Hernandez had a sculpture called Mother that was rated a four, and her sculpture Fairy Life was also rated a four, and a four rating gets you a medal at the competition. And then Angie Silva had a painting that was rated rated four, and it was entitled Elephant in the Room. And then she also had a painting that was rated three, just narrowly missed being a medalist. And then Ryland Stevens also had a painting that was rated a three and narrowly missed being a medalist. And this is the first time this year we've talked about the art students, you know, in, in competition. It's you know, I don't know if everybody really realizes how many of our kids and how many different groups have competitions, whether it's, this, whether it's FCCLA we're about to talk about, but all these kids have an opportunity to go out there and compete. You don't have to be in athletics or band or choir to compete. You can do it in art, you can do it pretty much anything you want to do. We had a accounting team a couple weeks ago right. for the UIL academic team. So uh, just getting out there and competing. Uh, one of the books I'm reading is you know, part of our hashtag Alvarado Reads, uh, hashtag Alvarado Excellence is Grit, uh, and it talks about the success of uh, students, scholars, later in life is a lot of it can be traced back to their engagement in high school. So if they're involved in an activity and they follow through with that activity for several years in a row. And so 
when you see some of these names, you go, I think we've heard that name before. It's like, right. you're right, they were involved in uh, cheerleading, they're involved in track or powerlifting or golf. And so it's great to see our kids involved in a bunch of different sports, but also not stopping their senior year, finishing that on out. And they say that uh, people that are giving out college scholarships uh, and uh, people that are deciding whether you get into college a lot of times look at that involvement. So continue to be, as they would say, gritty and, and stay the course. And it's great to see us being successful also. Yeah, and you, you may have heard Olivia's name a couple weeks ago is competing at the state powerlifting meet. So, right. You know, powerlifters are also artists sometimes. There you go. <laughs> All right, and then we have our FCCLA uh, kids. Uh, talked about them last month com- qualifying for the state meet and uh, had that state competition over the weekend. And, and Faith Bates, talk about a kid that does multiple things. She's our mascot for the, on the cheer team. So Faith Bates uh, took second place in cupcake presentation for her German chocolate cupcake. And uh, Kaylee Johnson, uh, J.C. Brown, and, and Kaylee Norrid also all uh, competed. I want to go ahead and point out, you know, Kaylee Johnson did the, the decorating of the cupcake, and she enlisted the help of, I think it was Ms. Crumpton jumped in, I think Ms. Holland jumped in, but she had a, a goal of a little alien head, alien face on her cupcake, and so got a hold of our one of our 3D printers here in the district and, and made little alien faces and, and had those on her cupcakes, and so it's just a our kids do a fantastic job, not just competing at the state level and placing like Faith did, but just the, the creativity. And I would have never thought to try to find a, a 3D printer to find something to put on a cupcake. I would have went to Party City and see if they had something, I guess, probably. <laughs> but uh, a great job all the way around by all those kids. Well, I think it goes into our core values. You know, we, we talk about effort. And so she that took a lot of extra effort. You know, in some places you go, core values are hanging on a wall and nobody even knows what they are. But but you see the effort here. She had to contact other people, enlist the support, which is another uh, ASD core value, and then teamwork. I bet there's not too many places where FCCLA involved the technology department, in fact, the technology director, and then also the, the lead district librarian involved in uh, the process of competing at the highest levels. And so kudos to, to our scholars and our educators for working together and exhibiting our core values. And then today in Granbury, the UIL choir concert competition, and uh, we'll be taking our varsity girls over there to Granbury and uh, Mr. Stevens and Mr. Thomas, uh, both first-year choir directors here in the district. Mr. Thomas, I think this is his first year as a choir director at all. And, uh, you know, taking over a, a program that was led by Mr. Smith for so long and, and did so great for so long and uh, excited to see the the fruits of their labor and kind of a new, I don't want to say era in the Alvarado ISD choir, but right. uh, just a kind of a, a new start, a jump start to, to something different and uh, excited to go uh, to Granberry here in a little bit and listen to those kids sing. It's a fun time in the spring when you get to see so many different activities. I mean, Fall is great, obviously, but there's just so many different things going on right now. It's it's amazing our junior high and high school kids can and educators can keep track because they're just going in all different uh, directions, and some of them are going from one event to the next. It's pretty awesome. And speaking of going from one event to another, uh, district tennis tournament is the next couple of days. It starts today, and it'll be running tomorrow also, and that is hosted here in Alvarado. Uh, Coach Martin has done a, a great job this year. The, the kids have 
they went to play. I think it was. I think they played Granbury. I know they played Arlington High, Arlington Lamar. They have seen it. They have. I don't know. Heritage is going to be pretty good, but they've seen about as good as they're going to get with going to the the bigger the six A schools. Right. And so uh, excited to, for them to, and to be hosting it. It's also exciting that you cannot replace being able to play a district tournament on the course that you practice on. Right. You know, I know you tennis courts, tennis courts. Well, it is, but you know, you know how the you know how the ball bounces on your court a little bit better than let's say if Heritage was hosting it. Well, and it's like we said uh, several weeks ago is that our educators do a lot of hosting, and that speaks to their professionalism because, uh, you know, you're not going to trust that to someone that doesn't know what they're doing. But I know Coach Martin leads that district just like Coach Horner was leading the soccer district, and it just goes on and on as as far as our educators leading in our UIL district. And, and like you said, talking about kids going from place to place, our – uh, district champion pole vaulter is also one of our tennis players <laughs> and so uh, he's he's doing double duty this week because he's got the area track meet on wednesday so it's it's pretty impressive to see what our kids are doing so excited to see how many of those kids are able to get out and advance to the regional tournament uh, here in a couple weeks and then also you just mentioned it tomorrow is the area track meet at life waxahachie uh, i don't have a i don't necessarily have a start time for that off the top of my head but they uh they will be in waxahachie not far if you want to go over and check it out, we have several kids that are going to be over there. You just mentioned district champion Paul Walter. We have a, a several kids in the field events, and then several uh, even individuals and relays. Right. You know, in, in the running events to close it out. And that, and that's in a very tough district. We had a, a bunch of our leadership team go over and watch the second day of the track meet, and it was it was impressive. I mean, it's a good district. I, I bet we have a a lot of kids that are in our district track meet that end up running at the state track meet. And it and it does not get any easier either because no. when you go to the area track meet and you're the the Dallas ISD schools who are historically great in the at track you know and the you know you're going to be running up against the the Wilmer Hutchins and the the Carter and uh, Pinkston those type of schools and so uh, it'll be a, a very competitive day and uh, I know uh, Coach Vincent and, and Coach Mon will have our kids ready and uh, ready to not necessarily. Obviously, they're going to be prepared to, to compete in advance, but all you can ask for them is to compete in your personal best. Yeah, you personal best. That's right. So this week's weekly schedule is actually fairly light. It's uh, Today we have the, the high school choir competition in Granbury. We have the, the district tennis tournament here in Alvarado. Uh, tonight, high school baseball and softball will be hosting Godly. Hopefully the rain will stay away, and uh, we'll be able to get those two games in. Uh, Wednesday, we have, again, District Tennis will be wrapping up, and we have our area track meet. And then Saturday, high school baseball is at Carrollton Ranch View with the varsity starting at 11 and JV after after that. And so really kind of a, a light week. Uh, if you're going to – if there's going to be a time in April where you're going to be able to go do something with a significant other on a Friday night, this is the week to do it. Better take, better <laughs> take advantage. Uh, I hope my wife's not listening to – no, I'm just kidding. We – you know, you do uh, have a lot of nights that are busy during during the spring, and it's it's fun. Like I said earlier, it's it's just fun getting to see our kids compete because they work so hard. And you know, Alvarado's competitive in everything we do. Is some schools may really focus on the fine arts and some on athletics, uh, but you know, like you said earlier, JROTC, FCCLA, FFA. I mean, just the list goes on and on. So, very proud of our kids and our educators. 
All right. Well, very good. That is, uh, that'll wrap up another edition, and we look forward to bringing you next week. It's gonna, I know it's a short week. There's not a whole lot going on, but we're going to have something for you next week. And uh, we look forward to talking to you then. Anything else you want to add before we go? Um, no, just once again, thanks for all that you do. We had our board meeting last night. appreciate our board members, the time they put in this past week. Uh, I'd go to an event and, you know, look up, and there's a board member uh, supporting our kids. And so even even driving out of town to see our kids compete. And so it's impressive. So thanks to our educators, our board members, our community for all the support for our hashtag Alvarado Excellence. And very good. And until next time, hashtag Alvarado Excellence.